Good morning, South Florida. It's your girl, Super Cindy. Happy Sunday. How are all of you feeling? I hope very, very blessed and highly favored because we, you know how we do on Community Matters. We give out all the information that you need, resources, things that can help you, your family, and your friends. And if you've ever missed an episode, you can always head over to 99jamsmiami.com. Click on Community Matters because all the previous episodes are right there for you to hear. You can have a pen and paper, write notes, get the phone number, and all that good stuff. And this morning is no different. We have um, part of the Miami-Dade Fire Rescue, we have Captain Keith Bell. Good morning, Captain Keith Bell. Good morning, Super. How are you? I am awesome. And we also have Lieutenant Bessie Bickham. Good morning, um, Lieutenant Bessie. How are you? Friend rises, Super Cindy. I am well, thank you. So awesome. So first of all, to those that don't know, I'll ask the both of you, what exactly is, and I know it sounds like a stupid question, but some people may not know, what is Miami-Dade Fire Rescue? Miami-Dade Fire Rescue is a uh, county department entity in uh, Miami-Dade County. And what we do, we service the citizens, the residents, the visitors uh, who are happen to be in Miami-Dade County uh, when they have an emergency or you know, whether it's a fire, whether it's a medical emergency or uh, any kind, any, anytime you dial 911, we are there. Is it like on TV? I'm going to ask this question as well. Is it like, um, like how many, and on an average day, about how many fires, whether it be a vehicle fire, a tire is burning in an alley, you guys deal with everything fire. So on an average day, how many fires do you think you guys drive out of the station and go tend to? Okay, well, actually, now predominantly our calls are medical, believe it or not, like mm. 80 medical uh, because of smoke detectors, uh, more advanced uh, fire preventions that have been put in place. Um, let me see, like the uh, sprinkler systems in various places, uh, want to be firefighters who take the garden hoses and want to put it out. So, <laughs> So we have uh, we have more medical calls. Fire is not as much, but we do still have fires. We still have grass fires. We may have uh, vehicle fires. Um, we have, of course, uh, pot on the stove fires. These are more common ones. But as far as uh, fires that we routinely roll to, I would say the percentage is a lot lower. I'm going to say about 20% of our calls is fire. That's good news, though. It is very good news. Very and, and, and when you say rescue, because like when you call 911 and say like you guys have more rescue calls, is that such as like, do you guys have paramedics coming or like what, how, how much do firefighters know about paramedic part of it? Like if you guys get there first and somebody needs CPR, firefighters know CPR, or how much are you guys trained before Weird. a paramedic gets there? Okay, uh, with uh, Miami-Dade Fire Rescue, we're cross-trained. We are EMS and fire combined. Your basic skill is that you have to be a firefighter, a certified firefighter, and a certified EMT. A paramedic is more advanced uh, training that you may, uh, you know, you could do in your own or the department. You can do it through a department. They encourage that as well. But uh, we have a high percentage of paramedics on our department. So most trucks, are, most units are going to have paramedics on them. Uh, very little EMTs are there now. So we can handle, we're basically street 
nurses. We can do everything in the streets, but you know, pretty much most of the things that they do in the hospital settings, we just do it in the streets. We can handle everything. We do CPR, we do everything. I never knew that. I always thought, okay, that's that's really good to know. So Lieutenant Bessie, congratulations on that Lieutenant. I see that title in front of your name, girl. How long have you been part of the Miami-Dade Fire Rescue? Uh, 28 and a half years. High five to that. So what inspired you to become a firefighter? Like, what's the story? Were you just straight out of college and you're like, I wanna be a fire, like, what is your story? Okay, I was straight out of college, FIU, and I was attending a career fair because I initially went for computer science, mm -hmm. and the fire department was there recruiting, and one of the uh, gentlemen there who was recruiting, he was trying to rap, really, but he was, like, <laughs> he was trying to holler. <laughs> he said, come on over here, you know, he was telling me about, gave me a little spiel. And when I got ready to walk away, he said, you want them pretty girls, you're not going to do it. Now, my young from the country, I'm like, you call me a pretty girl. That was like offensive to me. Okay. So I wanted to do it just to pass the test to show him that I could do it. That was it. I knew nothing about fire. I knew nothing about anything. I just, <laughs> I didn't even know anybody who was a firefighter. <laughs> I just took the challenge and that was it and ended up, you know, passing the test, being one of the, I think one of two uh, melanated females who was, you know, hired during that time. And, um, you know, here I am 28 and a half years later. I just needed I know, a job. That's right. I was a single mom trying to take care of my two babies. And I just needed, I needed some money to come in. So he and hollered it, just in the nick of time, basically. He did. <laughs> he did. So let's talk about this, you know, major, major event. It's a recruitment event happening June 20th to July 1st. And, you know, what is the purpose? Like, you know, I know like I, I, like at that job fair basically was like a recruitment event. They were recruiting new firefighters, but I know that Miami-Dade Fire Rescue, the black and brown firefighters and part of that is not the biggest amount of people. So now we're recruiting, but not only that, we're looking for minority females. And that is huge. So I want you to speak about it, Lieutenant Bessie. Okay. Um, well, what happens is that most times our females aren't even aware of this career choice. They have no idea how to prepare for it, what it takes to become a firefighter. They just, they think it's a predominantly a male career, which it has been for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're recruiting just to, I mean, I've done recruitment before, going out to the churches, wherever I could find women in the streets, just giving them awareness. And some of them were like, oh, I, my nails, my hair, they have a lot of concerns. <laughs> my <laughs> weave is going to burn. <laughs> <laughs> so what I do, I educate them the ways around that. Like, you know, I tell them things that they could do as a female. I know that, you know, it's a little different for us. Even the techniques that we use in order to pass the physical um, test is a lot different for us. You know, we have to, we have, you know, stronger legs and the body parts that we have to use to get through uh, certain components. But there aren't uh, a whole lot of us out there. I mean, Miami Day Fire Rescue is large compared to other departments, but we still lack um, representing the community in which we serve. You know, we need more of us there to kind of, you know, cater to the needs. Because you come on a call sometime and we have um, females, you know, who may be childbirth. I know one, you know, 
having a baby. And the guys stand back, some of them, not all of them, they stand back like, I don't, you know, they- I can't <laughs> handle this. <laughs> yeah, or they don't want to, although they've been trained. But, yeah. you know, sometimes we come in with our nurturing and compassion and we've been through it and we kind of, you know, we are a little bit more adept to handle those situations. But uh, yeah, definitely just bringing an awareness to our females who are out there in the community. So let them know they can do the job. It's very doable uh, that, you know, they can, you know, we can train them, we can prepare them to help them, you know, enter this career, what it takes and what they have to do. And a lot of times they just don't know. That's what I Yeah, because I was going to say the lack of knowledge is what probably has a female that's listening think, I could never be a firefighter. They probably think the hose is too heavy for them to hold yes. it and this and that. Like, what was your experience? Because you just told your story of how, you know, it was at the job fair at the college. And then that's how you fell in to prove that you can do it. What was the training like? Like, was it like very physical? Is it written test that they're testing your knowledge of certain things? What does it entail? Or back then, maybe things okay. have changed a little bit. So yeah, back then it was physical. And uh, I contacted one of the, because I didn't know any firefighters. I had no idea how to prepare, how to train. I contacted one of the ladies at the college and said, well, what is the test about? And she said, well, you got to build up your lower legs and your cardio and your upper body. You're going to have to lift some a ladder and pull some hose up and run up some stairs. And so I'm like, okay, I have no idea what to do. So I just, on my own, I had like a little Yugo car back then that I tied a rope to it. I would pull it around the parking lot. I would run stairs. I had tires. I would tie up and drag them, like assimilate the dummy. I would run the track, trying to build up my cardio, push-ups, just basic. You know, I had no idea what to do. So she said, build your up arm, your lower body, cardio. So I said, okay, this is it. So I made up my own program. And after that, which, of course, I started training. I still was training women, even men, to help, you know, pass the test. Because I know the things that I did, the techniques that I invented on my own to try to prepare for it. So let's talk about the qualifications um, to see if uh, all our listeners that are listening, if you're qualified. Now, the minimum qualifications, you have to have a, a high school diploma or GED, because we need you to graduate at least high school or have a GED. You have to be at least 18 years old. So as long as they're 18 or older, they can inquire about it. Now, um, they have preferences to military veterans and you must have and maintain a valid Florida driver's license. So if you relocated from a different city and don't have a Florida driver's license, make sure you go swap. It doesn't matter how many days it's been a Florida driver's license, if they go swap it out real quick from whatever city they're from to Florida. You need to have a Florida driver license by the time of hire. So right. let's just say if you're coming from Texas, you can apply with a Texas driver license, but if we hire you, you have to have a Florida driver license by the time you're hired. Okay, so even while they're going through the training, they could be in the transition stages of changing their license over to Florida. All right, it also says that you must not have been convicted of a felony. Yes, you cannot have no felonies um, and you could not be convicted of a felony. Uh, remember, this is a government job, so uh, they don't hire people with felonies in their uh, background. Okay, this one, this one, I, I think every job can relate to this. You must be able to work 24 hour shifts, including weekends and holidays and be available to work 24 seven during emergency activations. So, you know, down here in South Florida, there's hurricanes, 
weather related emergencies and and you know you can't be like i'm sorry it's jazz in the gardens this weekend i need off or you have to be ready to work on weekends and holidays christmas valentine's day tell you sweetie you gotta work so talk a little bit about the the, the demand of the schedule it being 24 7 that you're on call at times all the time yeah so let's just talk about how the fire department schedule work for miami-dade county uh, we have an A, B, and C shift, which we work 24 hours a day. So let's say we work Monday, right? We work Monday. We will not be getting off until Tuesday at 7 a.m., but we're off Tuesday and Wednesday, and then we come back Thursday. So you'll pretty much come back to the station every three days. And if your shift happens to fall on a holiday, then you have to work the holiday. But the following year, you may get that holiday off. Mm. And also, you know, when we have these emergencies, these hurricanes, uh, you can be working 24 hours and that 24 hours can turn into 72 hours. You know, so those are the emergency type of things that uh, uh, we need to do in the fire service. Yes. And so, Keith, you've been how long have you been uh, Miami-Dade um, Fire Rescue, part of Fire Rescue? Uh, I've been I've been uh, a firefighter for 24 years. And how did you, go ahead. go ahead? You wanted to know how I become a firefighter? Yeah. What's your story? <laughs> how did you get into becoming a firefighter? Well, um, Cindy, I was on your show before and, and, and we talked about this as a as a child growing up in Little Haiti, uh, grew up on 65th and Northeast Second Avenue. Mm -hmm. uh, I was hit by a van crossing the street. And uh, those guys from the fire department, you know, they came and they rescued me and they took such good care of me. That, that kind of sparked my interest. But coming mm -hmm. from the inner city, I still didn't know uh, what I needed to do to become a firefighter. And so, um, you know, I started doing some research. Uh, a guy that went to my high school, Miami Edison Senior High School, uh, he was a firefighter. So I started talking to him and uh, he just basically told me what I needed to do uh, for us coming from the inner city. He understood what I was saying. Uh, because I had no exposure to the fire service other than being hit by a vehicle and being taken care of by nine, the 911 system. But he basically told me what I needed to do. Uh, I followed all his steps. And here I am uh, 24 years later uh, trying to give back to the very same community of once I come from. I need to give you a high five for that, for basically coming um, to your community and doing that. What is a... a a rescue situation that you've been involved with, Keith, throughout all these years that has still remains in your mind? Um, I have to revert back to what we talked about before. Uh, I believe this was on October 14th. Uh, years ago, uh, I ran a call on a, a family that was having a kid's party. And um, they basically tried to rob the family and shot up the whole party. So we had kids shot up, uh, parents shot up, uh, we saved two of the kids. I think one of the kids lost his eyes uh, and we saved uh, the two parents, but there are some individuals that we could not save. And because that was my daughter's birthday, I wasn't even supposed to be at work that day, but I went in anyway. And, mm. um, you know, that was a situation that, that, that I would never forget. Um, and, and that still, you know, uh, uh, haunts me till today. And, and what about you, Bessie? Like what is there a rescue situation that you were involved with that still to this day stays in your mind? Cindy, I 
have so many, but the one that inspired, well, not really inspired me, but motivated me to become a paramedic to get my additional training. And I was an EMT, uh, which is emergency medical technician. You're that's you, you know, you do BLS, which basic life, um, you know, skills. So uh, we had a young um, uh, baby. He was, I would say baby, he's like four. And the mom uh, had him in a hotel. He had an infection, an ear infection that actually um, turned into his brain, you know, swole. She didn't treat it, didn't, mm. you know, just didn't give him the medication. She took him to the hospital and did not, um, just didn't treat him. I ran on that call and there was basically I saw the baby basically transition in front of me and there was like nothing I could do. And I felt helpless. Mm -hmm. And it was like, what do I do? What could I have done to help this baby? You know, and I didn't have the, you know, the training at that time. So after that, I was like, you know, I need to go to paramedic school. I want to, you know, have my skill level at its optimum. So just in case. I encounter any kind of situation. I have more skill levels, uh, you know, a higher skill level to handle whatever situation I come and, you know, come into. But I have so many that are in my mind. That's one that, you know, motivated me to become a paramedic. I can't even imagine the countless things that as a fire rescue and a paramedic, um, the things that you have seen, I, I just can't even imagine that. Um, I love the fact that Miami-Dade Fire Rescue is really trying to recruit brown and black minority women. Um, you being a woman, a woman in the uh, Miami-Dade Fire Rescue, you know, family, why do you think it's important? And you touched on it a little bit earlier, but what is the importance of women becoming Miami-Dade Fire Rescue, you know, firefighters and everything? Uh, because we're in the community, like it's, there are, you know, we're, you know, we're here in the community, we're there. And I, I feel like it's a great career for one, um, you know, keep touched on the schedule. Although, uh, you know, a lot of women are concerned about the schedule, but if you break it down, we work an average of maybe two days a week, uh, nine to 10 days a month. So you have more time off. I found I had more quality time to spend with my children. Because the time I was off, you know, I had it to dedicate to them. And the time when I was working, you know, I was gone, you you know, but it's not that many days. Yeah. I feel like salary, you know, you know, it's, it's great. You know, it's a great salary. Uh, it's a great schedule. Uh, and I feel like our women just haven't had the exposure. They haven't been, uh, they just haven't been represented. They're not represented, you know, as far as community versus the career it's just not enough of us there. And um, I feel like we need to be represented more uh, on the fire, on the fire department itself, because we're out there and, you know, in that community and we need to be there. Definitely. So we've spoken about the minimum qualifications. So let's talk about the employee benefits. So um, once you become a Miami-Dade Fire Rescue you know, person, you get health and dental insurances, you have um, life insurance, 14 paid holidays, um, holidays per year, paid vacation and sick time, Florida retirement system. What is the Florida retirement system? Florida retirement system is pretty much the FRS system is what we call. So every time you get, uh, you get compensated, uh, you can put money towards your retirement. And, you know, as that build up, maybe you do 25, 30 years, 
by the time that you hit that 30 year mark, all that money that you put towards your retirement, uh, you get all that money back once you retire from the department. Oh, awesome. And what is deferred compensation plan? The deferred compensation is pretty much the same thing. You mm -hmm. know, you got your FRS and you got your deferred compensation. So it's pretty much the same thing. Uh, that's all retirement money. That's cool. And the uniform allowance. I never thought of that. You guys buy your own um, firefighter uniforms. <laughs> like, how does the uniform part work? Yeah. So we have a uniform department, which they give us stipends. Uh, so you don't have to spend any money out of your pocket to purchase your uniforms. Uh, Miami-Dade County give you a stipend. And with that stipend, uh, you're able to go to the uniform store and, and pick up whatever uniforms you may need. That's awesome. And tuition reimbursement, um, that's for like, if you guys decide to go to school for anything or is it related to the job? Yeah, so let's let's talk about tuition reimbursement because, you know, that is big and, and most of us just don't understand how tuition reimbursement works. Uh, with Miami-Dade County, um, they actually uh, uh, um, prefer you to go back to school to get your degree. Uh, and they also pay you 50% uh, for you to go get your degree. So let's just say you come on the department and you say, you know what, I want to get a degree. Uh, they will pay 50% towards your tuition for you to get that degree. So they encourage you to get a degree. Now, on the other hand, you get on the department as a firefighter EMT. And let's just say you want to go to paramedic school, right? So mm -hmm. you can advance your, your medical skills. Uh, they pay for you to go to paramedic school. So you'll be getting that free. That's awesome. Yeah, so That's it's really, a lot of incentives. Really awesome. It's a lot of incentives for you to go back and get your degree. They actually push you to go get your degree. And with the degree, uh, you can advance. You can become a lieutenant. You can become a captain. You become a chief, you know, and they push that. Miami-Dade County pushes that, that advancement. So, uh, you know, they want you to go back and get your degree. So again, we are speaking to Captain Keith Bell and Lieutenant Bessie Bickham from the Miami-Dade Fire Rescue. And again, there is a recruitment going on, an open recruitment. It was happening from June 20th to July 11th. And you can go to miamidade.gov forward slash jobs to apply online. We've discussed the qualifications. We didn't discuss the salary. It ranges between $43,000 and $78,000. Um, and I think this is amazing. We need to see more black and brown women, more black and brown men joining the Miami-Dade Fire Rescue. And this open recruitment and getting the word out about it really is important. Yeah, and for those in the community that, that wants to serve, that wants to give back to their community, this job right here, doesn't get any better than this. If you really want to give back to your community and make a difference, Miami-Dade County is where you wanna be. I say that part again. And, and you know, honestly, we're here for the recruitment um, event for Miami-Dade Fire Rescue, but the website I gave is for the jobs in the Miami-Dade County system, period. So you can go check it out, but we prefer you go to the Miami-Dade Fire Rescue, <laughs> but you can also look at the other jobs that are happening in Miami-Dade. So again, it's, um, it's happening from now until July 11th. Apply online at www.miamidade.gov forward slash jobs. So again, miamidade.gov forward slash 
jobs. And thank you so much, um, Captain Keith Bell. I've known you for numerous years. You're always serving the community and we appreciate you. And I just wanted to say thank you so much. Super, I appreciate everything that you do. Uh, like you said, we have done some work in the community and I'm going to continue to do this until my time is up. So, um, you know, I, I hope that these, these young men and women out there in the community that, that wants a career job, uh, that's listening to your show, we are looking for you. We are looking for you. Yes, so, so make sure. Us. Come on and yeah. join us. Yeah, so make sure you log on. And Lieutenant Bessie Bickham, thank you so much. It was great meeting you. Thank you for your service as well. Thank you so much for having me. No problem. It's your girl, Super Cindy. Community Matters. Have a great Sunday.